This episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about magic shave and clippers. We deserve better products that work specifically for us. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. That's at GetBevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Upgrade your shave experience today with Bevel and The Read. Use code The Read to get 20% off. And now let's get the show started. Yo! Oh my god, I'm just excited that I know it this week. Tastes like candy. Isn't this your favorite song of all time? I can feel it when you walk. Even when you talk, it takes over me. You could have just said yes. Best song ever. And I am inclined to agree. Just off your enthusiasm alone. I want it played at my funeral and I'm not kidding. I might wake up. (laughs) I might might And I swear to God if you get up. And blind it. And I swear to God if you get up. And I swear to God if you give up get up, I'm donkey punching the shit out of your ass. You leave this earth once, ho. No, no, um, not today. So I'm the entire group cameo. Okay, and I am Donna Meagle. And this is The Read. Oh, it Parks is. and Rec is oh, over. Oh, God, and it ended so perfectly. Like, Don't tell me I didn't see it. You just have to know that I'm Donna because Donna is the literal best person in the whole world. Like, she is just. Yeah, I agree. She is just. No, but you're going to understand why when you see the finale. Like, she is just the dopest. But really, the whole cast, I just. I fucking love those characters. Parks and Rec is like. I just love that show. I love it. And I'm so sad that it's over. I am too. So, rest in peace to Parks and Rec. (laughs) It's not dead. I mean, but it's over, you know, and it was white excellence, so. Speaking of, is there black excellence this week? There is definitely some black excellence this week. Everybody was sending me links to this um, this story, and I was going to try and keep with my black history vibe that I was doing. Okay. Um, but yeah. I love this story anyway. So this is about 10-year-old Esther, God forgive me, I want to say Okade. Okay. I did my best. Um, Esther is a genius. She is attending Open University and is like the smartest chick in the UK, apparently. Oh, okay. She's like a math whiz, knew at seven years old that she wanted to go to university. Now is about to snatch the degree. She's like number one in her class, got like 100% on one of her last uh, math tests. <laughs> she's sitting here on the news right. and she's okay. letting you know exactly what X is equal to and Y and Z as well. Okay. And you will eat from her plate. Not only that, but Esther has a seven-year-old brother who is also sickening doing high school math what? at seven. I don't even count my change no more. I'm just like, you know what? Do the best that you can because I'm not even about to sit here and waste my time with you trying to figure out what these numbers I are. I deadass still have to use my fingers for multiplication. So, like, the fact that these kids are 10 and doing all this shit that I still could not do. I'm not interested in dividing long way, short way. I can't do any of those Amen. things. Amen. 10 years old, Applaud Esther these children. has already planned to own and operate her own bank 
after she gets her PhD, and she plans to have all of this done by the age of 16. So and why the hell not? her plate. Shout out to Esther. Congratulations, Esther, genius. and your little brother. Black excellence this week. Very Esther's dope. laboratory. Woo! Bitch, you guessed it! Woo! You were right. You know, eventually the people are going to start joining me in protest when you fucking start that screaming bullshit, okay? That might be the last one. I kind of have come up with what I want to call uh, the hot top, whatever, the celebrity portion. Are you going to tell us now or are you going to wait till next week? I'll wait till Black History Month's over. Okay. (laughs) Um, So it must be terrible. Is this something that's going to no, shame the bad. ancestors? I just oh. feel like bitch or guest it is fun. For okay. This no, yeah, it's festive. It, on out. it is. Um, so, uh, the latest lie about Beyonce is that she moved to L.A. because she's planning on quitting uh, music for a while. <laughs> um, okay. Where is this coming from? focusing on acting. All right. This is what I have read. There, it's been on lots of of talk shows and blogs no that way. Beyonce has decided to leave music to pursue an acting career. And I just brought that up because I want to say that I know for a goddamn fact that that's a damn lie. <laughs> and I find it, you know, I just think it's great that because I'm reading on the websites and they're like, uh-huh. oh, pal. Of B and J says, this is the reason they moved to L.A. Beyonce wants that Oscar so bad that she... Girl. It's all bullshit. All right. All right. However, I just want to also acknowledge that it cut me deep when they left. Yes. I just... <laughs> I was very hurt. I'm still a little hurt behind it, but it's fine. You know, wherever. I mean, because first Solange left and it stung, but I was like, it's okay. You know, Blue Ivy is still in Tribeca. I'm fine. Right. And now. And so it's just like, so what is it? So what, do I have what else left? is, what is tethering me to this city <laughs> now? I don't even know. There, no, honestly, like the shittiest moments. Of the city, sometimes it would pull me back. It was just like, well, you know what, Beyonce's down the street. Yes, so exactly. Just like, Every I live time, on the same island as Beyonce, Jay yes. and Blotney. Exactly. That shit used to come for me, and so now it's just like but I have know, nothing. She needs Blue Ivy deserves a front yard, backyard, side, you know, a forest. I mean, and is it outrageous to think that maybe they just want to go somewhere that is not this goddamn cold, like? <laughs> Have you motherfuckers? It's not like you cannot think of any reason why anybody would move out of New York City and go to L.A. Like it's a million fucking reasons. The to black go to gay LA. community does it twice a year. Like shit. If I had the money, I would be living in L.A. right the fuck now, and I would see New York from May to October, and that would be it because it gets too fucking cold here. So, girl, maybe they just moved because they want their baby to be able to go outside and play and not have to bundle up in a parka and be on like a little a by a concrete square where Julius can guard her at all times like maybe they just want her to have a regular ass life you know so but I am I'm hurt. so tired of the Real Housewives of Frozen and I'm gonna go ahead and just say it now <laughs> because this is some bullshit Anna, Elsa, Olaf uh, Griffin I don't know oh. whoever the f- all of them niggas need to go the fuck home <laughs> they need to let it the fuck go because I'm sick of this shit like <laughs> 
how negative negative numbers like that's what happens all right fuck off that's how i feel and when it randomly gets up above 35 degrees all that means is that in four hours it's gonna start fucking snowing again the same on top of the snow that never did melt away all the way the last time been sitting there for fucking just layers of this bullshit just growing still here laughing in your fucking face because every two time, month old ice just chilling because you get excited like oh man it's 35 degrees five days in a row and then you find out it's gonna snow all day tuesday and wednesday like okay so it's just like how about you go fuck yourself this city giveth and then it really snatcheth the fuck away so wiz khalifa decided that he wanted to discuss his relationship with amber rose um wiz khalifa and his mother <laughs> why is his mother somebody? Well, um, his mother is Amber Rose's baby's grandma. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I'm not mad. so good. I'm going to take that as a no. So, um, Wiz Khalifa basically, I guess he was having like a birthday party. He was going to have a party for the baby. And um, I'm assuming Amber was supposed to drop bash the baby off at the house okay guess that didn't happen um he tweeted photos of cake and presents at the party and said uh we about to party super hard for my young prince only thing missing was bash oh and then he went on to say that he's been quiet for quite some time out of fear that amber was going to make his life a living hell basically and that he never cheated on her and anyone who knows him knows that he would never do something like that. I find that hard to believe. It kind of feels like a okay one of those moments where nigga probably like maybe she said something about his mama, and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go fuck all of Cleveland," mm-hmm. and you know, to him, that's not cheating. I don't know. I don't know, and I right. don't care. I it, have no idea. I just what I don't understand about this is that this baby is two, right? Why the fuck? couldn't you motherfuckers come together and decide what to do on his birthday why was it even an issue of are you gonna drop him off oh he's gonna get dropped off at this hour like why were y'all not even in communication it just doesn't even it no it fucking defies logic that this child is two years old and his parents cannot communicate enough to decide where the fuck his second birthday party is gonna be like this is ridiculous grow the fuck up it seems as though what he's trying to say is that it was like some pettiness like she's mad and just didn't bring the baby because fuck him and so the mama she got on twitter honey or instagram or one of those social media devices and so why is this on the internet if if this is really what's happening then why are you putting it on fucking instagram if your son no if you really went all out and gave a fuck about your baby's birthday and you were fucking heartbroken that your child's mother kept him from you why are you sitting here putting it on instagram and not trying to find her and your child why are why are you fronting for the internet instead of going out and finding your damn baby and trying to figure out where the hell she is then? Well, because Amber Rose has been on Instagram um, gyrating on Christopher Brown. Okay, so Amber Rose was also recently in Trinidad. Oh, at this Carnival? was like sex sex simulation, if you ask me. And <laughs> I'm fucking Jamaican. Like I have seen 
dagger ring but i don't know anything in the blue about yes yeah like that I saw was that like, video that, that was, was cinemax yes like late night uh-huh um, i felt like it, that young man really was having the time of his life like the look on his face was just of pure ecstasy um and so it said something like men aren't the only one who can have fun on tour um and then she like it was like hashtag whore hashtag slut hashtag like dirty bitch like she like i don't know i don't i guess she was trying to say fuck you like i don't know what that was but it was very off-putting and just it was so strange okay um so i mean but what does this have to do with the baby's birthday party my thing is this is what the fuck happens when niggas tell everybody their business. This is it right here. When you Lord, have everybody involved Lord. in what's going on with your urethra, when you're telling right. all of Instagram what's happening to your clitoris, when you're sharing all of your business with right. people like that, you get to a point where when it does fuck up, not to mention Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose weren't even together very long before they decided that they wanted to get married and have a baby together. Right. Aside from that, like you are already putting all your business out here on Front Street for these niggas to see. So now that you know you're fucking hurt and you're already conditioned to do that, now you out here trying to embarrass each other and one up this and go tit for tat and all okay. that. And your baby just wants cake. Like your baby just <laughs> wants cake. So what the fuck? <laughs> like it's not bash should just have the goddamn cake that's yeah. all i'm saying and Leave he's each the other cutest the- oh he is so he is did you see the you video she the vi- posted with yes. a comb yes i have and the door when he was talking about pre- anyway he's so I just, cute okay i just feel like y'all should really be able to work this shit out like come the fuck on this baby's too Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa, y'all should be able to get y'all shit together long enough to come together for the the betterment of this child, if that's even... There is a whole lot of hurt going on in there. Word. You know what? It's a word today. Okay. You know, I just, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of hurt involved in that breakup, and it would just... I feel like it would be easier to get through it if you left us alone. Or if you could just not put it... Like, I personally feel like if I threw a party for my two-year-old... And that child's parent never brought the baby to me. I would be way too heartbroken to share that moment with the world. Like, I, that's just me. I'm not saying Wiz Khalifa has to feel that way. I'm just saying I have a hard time understanding why you would put that on fucking Instagram. You ain't got to be heartbroken over it. I just don't get it. I think they should both stop um, baiting each other on Instagram and maybe just, you know, take their baby to discover. Do they still have Discovery Zone? Why don't all of y'all log off and just enjoy being rich? I don't get that. You don't have to go clock in every day for a job. Why aren't you thanking God every day for that and getting off fucking social media and just enjoying your money? Why aren't you doing that? So Tyga and Chris Brown have an album out. Tyga and Chris Brown have been going to radio stations um, to discuss their album. Did they talk about this album ever? I don't even know. I was going to say, is this a surprise? um, But either way. Okay. I don't know if anybody asked anything about this goddamn CD, but I do know uh-huh. they've told all the rest of their business. So let's have at it. Um, well, Tyga was on Hot 97 and... <laughs> um, oh, this is the interview where he looks like a single mother. Stressed. Yes. Um, so they brought up the 
Kylie Jenner situation. Ugh. It's like these people are both just complete PR nightmares. And the fact that they actually created an album together just goes to show that <laughs> literally no one working for either one of them is looking out for their best interests. I all. think that. Um, hmm. So basically what I gathered from this when they were discussing it, Tyga is saying that. He and Kylie have been friends. He's been friends with the Kardashians for quite some time, even when he was with Black China. They are not having intercourse. However, when she turns 18, things may be... Like, even Ebro kept saying, like, you know, she's on layaway, is how they referred to it. Okay. All right. So... Kylie Jenner is 17 years old. Neither one of her mamas has said, these niggas are talking about me on, talking about my baby on the radio, like saying she's on layaway, like a motherfucking Fisher Price tour around fucking Thanksgiving. Like they bitch, like no one has said, hey, this is, you know what I'm saying? All the things that have been said about her. What has her family actually said? Or the fact that Tyga has admitted that although he isn't penetrating her illegal vagina yet, he is interested and will perhaps penetrate. Like, you realize that you're saying that you're basically holding, like, a minor to the side and waiting till she's, like, ripe. (laughs) Right. Gross. Fucking yuck. And all of these niggas, and even on the radio, because the whole thing with radio and, like, interviewers today I'm noticing is to have them come on there and bait them into saying whatever the fuck is going to make them seem stupid or show how stupid they are. Like, to put all of their business out there, and then you make that the headline, you know, because that's what we're clicking on. That's what we want to see. That's what generates money for them. But, you know, in the same token, they laugh with you and kind of, like, you know, they have to build... And energy where you'll keep talking, you know what I'm saying? They're not right. going to tell you, hey, nigga, that's fucking nasty, because then you won't continue to give them ratings gold. Right. Um, so it was kind of like, uh, you know, oh, 17 and 25, it's not even that big an age difference. And I keep thinking, like, I'm 27, and like, I'm good on 23, 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. no thanks. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just feel like mentally, emotionally, like financially, legally, we're just all, we're in completely different, but even an 18 year old, like, mm-hmm. ugh, yuck, for what? Like, yeah. So you can take my iPad and play all my games all day long? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, as gross as this situation is, and I agree with absolutely everything you just said, it's very difficult for me to pour more emotion into this than Kylie Jenner's own fucking parents. Like, the fact that neither Bruce nor the he the, the, the main devil, Chris, yeah. neither Chris nor Bruce has come out to say shit 
about their daughter and this 25, 26 year old man. Like neither one of them. Who is somebody's daddy? This girl who apparently is so grown that she can purchase a $2.7 million home and run around in these streets with a 25 year old man and drop out of homeschool, whatever the fuck that means. This little girl who is so fucking. Drop she out dropped of out of homeschool. What does that even mean? So you quit going downstairs in the morning? So you what lived the, outside? Like, what the? So you, you moved just, into the so shed? So you just what officially you? stopped giving a fuck about everything. How do you drop out of homeschool? That's just, it is the most overprivileged thing I've ever fucking heard. And so that's why, honestly, I mean, it's a fucked up situation. But until Kylie Jenner's own parents act like they've been trying to get through to her and they can't, like, I don't know how much you want me to give this little privileged ass the white girl. The only one who has given a fuck enough to at least lie is Tyga. Like, of course, because his black ass career right. is on the goddamn Because if he says some of the reckless shit that Kanye has said, like they in love, if he had said that bullshit, then of course his ass would have been, and now all of a sudden it would have really been an issue. So, so of course Tyga has to lie. All I'm going to say about Kanye this episode is that, um, girl, go with God. I can't. I really can't. Let me know when, when he gets a divorce. On those divorce papers. And I'm not, I cannot discuss him anymore. It's like my love for Kanye, it exists, but it is, it is, it is down to his last condition. Like, I cannot deal with him while he's in a relationship with that woman. I've just decided to fold my love for Kanye up yeah. and put it in like yeah. a sock drawer. And I'm going to take it out again one day. It's just it's going to be right there. But right now it needs to go in a drawer somewhere and I need to open that space up for somebody new because I can't fucking deal with that motherfucker no more. I can't do it. I I cannot. More on that later. But anyway, so let's talk about Chris's portion of these interviews, and then I think we can be finished. Oh, my I, God. Um, I forgot that we were not even. <laughs> so we Chris Brown was, you know, talking a lot about um, the thousand hours of community service that he, you know, that had him fucked up. He also discussed being it's actually like mind blowing when I hear him talk about being incarcerated because I'm looking at him with his like aquamarine hair and his two <laughs> nose rings. And I'm just like, man, this nigga was fucking slipping and sliding through that double commercial. And I said, my How? like, he's like, he's about to be it. Like I knew Chris Brown with the voice, the looks, the the, the, the dance, dance, a bit like I knew he was about to be out here and like take over the yes. world. One fist in the wrong, a few fists and some teeth. And then a series of bad decisions, like and, almost nothing but bad decisions ever the fuck since. And like I think Charlemagne had said to him on the Breakfast Club, you like it seems like you embraced the bad boy image and yeah. i like it was just kind of like it he did said, hey fuck it you know this is me i'm just a nigga who and can't get into canada all right well congratulations now you have sold out shows more than more of that oh so, oh are we not there my bad i really just want to bring up chris brown actually because <sighs> this episode i want to actually celebrate rihanna Oh, okay. Fun. 
I want to celebrate Rihanna because she is the baddest bitch in the fucking music industry. Okay. Now, everyone knows how I feel about Beyonce. You just gotta have... Let me get it out. Everyone knows how I feel about Beyonce. Beyonce is like... She's like the finish line to be on. Beyonce's the race. So, like... like it, Beyonce, whatever. Right? We all know. Rihanna is the... Rihanna is... If Beyonce is the blueprint, the, Rihanna is the reprint. Come and on. she is the way that you should fashion your life if you've got a fuckboy in it. Follow me. So, here we go. Chris Brown. Okay. Show me where you're going. Chris Brown was on the radio and he was talking about like several things. But on the Breakfast Club and with Hot 97, he sort of but not sort of took shots at Drake. He just kept saying that man ain't making no money off. I'm not making no money by talking about him. I'm not making no money by discussing him this and the third. Now, we all know that, you know, Drake and Chris Brown, you know, they had their their battle extravaganza yeah. in the club that day and whatever and it was allegedly over light Rihanna, skin but then it wasn't yeah um we all thought that they were cool you know because we had seen pictures of them in the studio together they did that shit for they the did onlys they did only hmm no chris is upset okay so <laughs> on all right. the breakfast club he said something like what happened oh no Kanye apparently has like a song or a line in the song where he said something like Karuchi can never do better than Chris Brown which I haven't heard but it's like girl all right just put a beanie on your baby head and mind your damn business things may be bleak for Karuchi but I wouldn't give her that like she can always do better than Chris fucking Brown so he said on The Breakfast Club, like, oh, that goes for the first one, too. Oh, girl. And they were like, Rihanna? Like, are you talking about Rihanna? Oh, you're not She's talking like, about yes, Rihanna. <laughs> and Angela, I think Angela Yee, someone was like, but he's, she's dating Leonardo, Leonardo. There's rumors that she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you hear about the birthday party he threw for her? Yes. Bitch. Which I hadn't even heard until these interviews. And they're all like, nigga, that's fucking, like, she's, that's Leonardo DiCaprio, nigga. Like, like, that's absolutely a come up. But he says, you know, like, well, you know, I'm not no hater and, you know, good for her. But, like, music industry-wise, who else are you going to, who else are you going to be with? Like, a corny singing rapper talking about Drake. Mm-hmm. So let's just analyze this situation, shall we? Well. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna is the baddest. Okay, so Chris Brown is clearly upset because Rihanna went back and was fucking with Drake for a little bit again while they were out in London, Paris. Yeah, I remember that. And they had the. And remember, we were talking, and I said this isn't gonna last very long Mm -hmm. because. I don't even know if Drake can handle Rihanna like that. You know what I'm saying? Rihanna is fucking Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? And it was clear. I love the way they did. They had a good time. You know what I'm saying? She still clearly is like they're. It was like a European thing. Right. Like they when had we're their in good France, time. when we're in Italy. But, you know, she claimed him. Like they held hands and all that stuff. They had their good time. It wasn't no secret. Right. Chris Brown feels a way about that quite obviously so now all these niggas talking about he can't get into the six and you know ride around with his woes or whatever (laughs) and drake like threw some shade at him on instagram (laughs) did he really yes talking about 
um, like somebody, some OVO person posted a, a clip. I'll go find his, it. Right. Okay. And he said he wished that there was a bucket emoji. Okay. Which I'll I go look it up. Describes waste man. Whatever the I fuck don't... that Toronto shit is that they told us about. Okay. Um. So now the blogs are back on this Drake versus Chris Brown thing, right? Okay. Stay with me. I'm trying. Rihanna don't claim man <laughs> one of these niggas oh i love her neither one you have never heard rihanna say boo about drake ever never if you ever hear rihanna will be at the party rihanna may hold this nigga's hands rihanna may even make out with the nigga for you to see because rihanna don't give a fuck about what you're talking about rihanna's gonna do whatever the fuck she wants to and these two niggas could literally beat the beijing out of each other's hair and rihanna is gonna be on the sideline with jack from titanic baddest bitch in the fucking music industry and that ladies and gentlemen <laughs> is how you deal with a goddamn nigga All that's right. how you deal with it the only shit that rihanna that they ever could try and give rihanna yes. in her personal life is her body people will try and come for rihanna and say that she's like what? a hoe like well you know the people will try and say that she's a, like even when the last time chris brown and drake uh chris brown and drake the last time chris brown and rihanna broke up he tried to say like she she will, you know, belong to the industry, or you know, he tried to oh, like say that she was a mess. hoe. Okay, let's talk about the, the the niggas that Rihanna has claimed. Okay, right out here in the streets, Chris Brown when he was hot, uh-huh. Matt Kemp, who is fine twenty four seven three sixty five, Drake for a weekend or two. Okay, okay, great decision. Yes, let's talk about the niggas that she's rumored with, which mean she may not have even fucked these niggas. Well, Chris was a but terrible you, decision, but you know, hindsight when is he was hot. That's all I'm saying. At the height of the double mint gums, before yes. everybody lost her goddamn. Let's Sesame talk about the rumored Street. ones. Okay. Justin Timberlake, Shia LaBeouf, hmm. now Leonardo, Hollywood A list motherfuckers. You're dating Carucci. Yeah, Carucci. Kim Kardashian had to jump from Ray J to Nick Cannon to the whole, like, the whole second string New York yeah, Knicks or whatever before she, she got Kanye. And she could have been fucking Kanye from the beginning. Rihanna is the baddest. And what makes it even better, what's so delicious You're about standing. it, is that Rihanna knows in her heart of hearts that if she wanted to, she could call Chris Brown up and be like, let's do this. Let's be together right now. And he would leave that bitch <laughs> right, right at the, the fucking Slossland fucking market in or wherever damn right dust. in her juices bitch and that would be the goddamn end of it and rihanna knows she could do that shit with drake if she wanted to too rihanna is the baddest bitch out here and that's why you're mad about it you can call her a hoe if she wants to she'll just show you her titties again bitch because that's what you my, rihanna is the baddest bitch and like i feel like all Look you, you writing yes. in letters about your no good nigga writing in letters Chris Brown talking about on, on Breakfast Club that at one point when he was fucking with Rihanna and Carucci that he wanted his dream was to basically have both of them pregnant like he wants to have a baby with both of them but he doesn't see it for marriage because he doesn't want to give he doesn't believe in giving away half of what he earned or whatever the fuck 
You well, and Karuchi have your adorable, you know, whatever. racially ambiguous baby. Yeah. I can't wait to see what that chunk of love looks like. Congratulations, because I know it's all. It's just, it's just a- around <laughs> the river bend. It's just it's right there. You know it's coming. And Rihanna will be over here with my with Inception, bitch. That's <laughs> what she's coming for you in your dreams, my nigga. Like, Rihanna is the baddest bitch in the fucking industry. She put Michael Kendrick, whatever that nigga's name is. That full, Mike is his name Michael Kendricks? Who? The fo- that fine ass football player. Matt Kemp. No, no, the, the no. fucking football player that kind of looks like Chris Brown. The one she made her MCM, and then he was doing all them interviews after his game. Having no talking idea about what how you're he talking about. Sorry. You niggas at home know exactly <laughs> who the fuck I'm talking about. Something Kendrick. The nigga fine as hell. And she made him her MCM just because she probably thought the nigga was cute. The nigga tried to DM her. He was out. He, he was doing interviews after the game talking about if anybody knows Rihanna, please. Like, like, Tell her yes. Fucking Rihanna. Beijing gal, them my pot, them pum pum. Them my wind up, them with island pussy, bitch. Okay. Rihanna, okay. the baddest bitch out here. Fucking Robin Fenty. Okay, yes, amen. That shit hit me like a ton of bricks today, Crystal. I swear <laughs> to God, I was like, Drake, like this, like I was watching the interview, I said, this nigga is mad. Yeah. Like he really is like mad at Drake. Like they were talking about fighting and everything. He was like, ding, ding. Like yeah. if the money is right, like he's willing really, like to box this nigga. Rihanna. Over somebody you act like you don't give a shit about. But if Rihanna texted you right now and asked for you back, you would be out the fucking door and headed her way before your fucking iMessage went through. So, nigga, quit fucking fronting because your and anger is all we need to see that you still caught up on her ass. And my girl is four or five seconds from slaying the game again. She <laughs> and doesn't this bitch give a is fuck. on stage with a beetle. And Animated she can't full do feature films out, motherfucking original songs. My girl is out here dating the Wolf of Wall Street. This bitch like, is smoking blunts on yachts in Saint Tropez. She's bathing like her fucking adorable ass niece, who is also clearly not seeing it for none of you niggas. Like Rihanna is the baddest bitch out here. The end. And Loki, I'm offended that you insinuate that the only way Rihanna could do better is by dating, as if to say her life by itself is not better than Chris Brown's. Like, look at fucking no, Chris I think Brown. What he, saying, what he was saying was, who could she get that's better? than me like but how could you talk me at, but look at literally you. anybody like what like, do you even mean maybe a nigga that's not on probation you could find a nigga not in the industry you could find a fucking janitor making thirty five thousand dollars a year and do better than chris brown rihanna it's not fucking hard sit and non-fiction at barnes and noble and the first nigga that pops up will probably be better then like the bar is not very high my nigga you giving yourself a lot for no discernible reason like who the hell do you think you are you need to look at rihanna and be like how was i ever on her level and how could i ever get back there like that's really what you need to be asking because rihanna was the bigger and no shade because i you know chris brown i enjoyed his music and i really there are many times even throughout the bad decisions that i still rooted him for him i bought the last album i enjoyed the last album he just doesn't seem to like be able to make and then you know he came forward and said something about being bipolar or someone said that he was bipolar i don't know right i do remember that yeah like even before you know him beating her Rihanna was the bigger star. Rihanna was fucking Rihanna like long before we knew that they were together. So she just 
This, that is, I'm just not yeah. about to entertain any arguments about Chris Brown and Drake and, and don't nobody care when clearly all of this is about how neither one of these niggas can get over this one bitch. So maybe everybody need to focus on why they feel so inadequate that, that they cannot even be acknowledged by her anymore. You do it. I love it. I salute She's waiting. Like these niggas will be out here on some West Side Story shit mm-hmm. getting ready to cut each other. And yes. fucking like at the BT Awards and some shit. I want to manipulate and niggas' feelings like like Rihanna does. That's like a new goal. Be- like I'm, I'm putting you, that shit on my vision board. The reprint. Yes. All right. All right. I see. Because she's went. what not looking for a man. Let's get that and said shit. that on the red carpet. They asked her what she was looking for in a man. She was like, "But no, 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 no." Let's no, no. start there. I'm not looking for a man, so let's just start right there, sis. Like first things first, I'm me. And look at her, like I'm. Don't even ask Rihanna about no nigga. Look at her life, and then ask yourself what nigga is is good enough for her. That's the question you should be asking. Don't ask her about no man, nigga. Bye. If I had accomplished everything Rihanna accomplished, somebody asked me why I didn't have a nigga, I would be like, Do you look? At my, can you see my fucking life, bitch? I'm me. Who can keep up? Like, <laughs> who do nigga? you suggest, nigga? Bye, bitch. You could not tell me shit. She might as well just go ahead and invest in like creating one. Just go ahead and build <laughs> okay. one from scratch. Because you who the might fuck as is well, on Rihanna's right. Are you out of anyway? Girl, bye. So that was my hearty chuckle this evening. Okay. Is that it for the And furthermore, like, <laughs> what do you do? Karuchi has to be pissed. Like she has to be. First of all No, she ain't. First of all, you came on here and basically said that she would give her a slap on the back or booty for dating Leonardo DiCaprio. And you said that you wanted to get both of them pregnant at the same time. Gross. And he, like, Gross. Hasn't she been through enough? But girl, if you ain't sorry for yourself, then I ain't sorry for you either. I don't know what else to do with her. Like, she's been going back and forth with him too many times. I can't do shit else with her. I'm sorry. I don't have no more attention to give to Karuchi. I don't have it. Bye. Whatever. <laughs> That's it. Rihanna is sickening. She is. So that's bitch, you guessed it. All right, we're going to take a short break and be right back. Hey guys, if you're anything like us, then you're on the go a lot and it's really cold outside, so you're not really trying to go outside and go shopping anyway. So do what we do and have great nutritionist approved snacks sent directly to your home at office by using NatureBox. Head on over to naturebox.com slash three. We want to give you guys a free trial. You'll be able to try out five different snacks and Kid Fury's going to tell you a little bit more about the kinds he likes and how NatureBox works. Yes, listen, NatureBox has got so much to offer from the sriracha roasted cashews that are at this point legendary on our show. Yes. Um, they've got the Santa Fe corn sticks that I love that remind me of some of my favorite snacks. They've got granola. They've got dried fruits. Almost anything you can think of, you can find it on there. And you'll know that you can snack. It's delicious. And you won't have to worry about going to the gym the next day and trying to work it all off and, you know, feeling like Nene Leaks. Right. These are snacks you can feel way better about. They have zero artificial flavors, color sweeteners, zero trans fats, sorry, and obviously no high fructose corn syrup. So, again, head on over to naturebox.com slash to read to get a free trial box of delicious snacks. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. And now we're going to get back to the show. Hey, everyone. We are back. We are back. And it is time for our listener letters. 
Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we may just read your letter on the show. I'm only laughing because Kid Fury was being utterly ridiculous right before we came back from the break. So You don't know that. Yes. Well, they do know that because it sounds like something that you would do. Nobody's thinking, oh, wow, that's such a stretch that he would be acting the ass. Like, so. But anyway, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Whatever. <laughs> we actually have an update this week. Remember the lady who wrote to us about her stepson and how he was being so disrespectful to her on social media and his mama was encouraging it and then but he was coming over to the daddy's house and she used to tutor him and now she doesn't anymore. Oh yeah. Okay. I do remember this. All right. So that <laughs> had to really Took me go a while. deep. Took me a <laughs> had to really go deep on that one. Yeah. Um so she sent us an update and said, Hey y'all, quick update. I did indeed steal that little nigga's Christmas. He did not get okay. a damn thing. All right. I talked to him on your advice and I hope that we could at least be civil for my husband's sake. He is really suffering with the constant tension in the house. However, nothing has changed after the talk. His father has to tell him every time he comes in the house that he needs to speak to me. He avoids any area that I'm in and he's completely withdrawn and uses any excuse not to come on the weekends. I should mention that his punk ass chicken head mama admitted to my husband that she has been providing him with weed because she doesn't want him to get weed laced with anything on the streets, aka a bullshit and cop out excuse. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> so that has strained the relationship between father and son too because he feels helpless. I'm pretty sure I don't have to tell you the laws out here ain't checking for a black man trying to give his kids a future and we do not have ludicrous money to fight this so the shit is worse than ever but the silver lining is that we are a strong black couple raising our three kids together we have in love. Thanks for the advice. I feel that it was spot on but this just isn't meant to be for us. Damn sure ain't. Alright girl. I mean listen there's only so much you can do the other people's kids. Correct. <laughs> Nacho babies. So anyway, moving on. Nacho babies. I mean, it's good that you went out of your way, but you can't do more than his own biological parents. I mean, truthfully, I I think that he's at an age where that's just the thing. You know, he's gonna be teenagers a, a, are moody and, and weird. I right. was terrible to my mother. Hey, Nick. I was so. My mama had to post up on me more than my mama had to hem me up one time in the bed. Did I tell you about that time my mama had to hem me up in the bathroom? Did I tell you the time that my mother said the other reason that she wasn't going to kill me is because she wasn't a hundred percent sure that I did what she thought I did? Okay. I do remember when you said that. Yes. And she meant it. And looking back on it, I deserved it. Like I had such an attitude problem and all this, but I still did not go to the level of disrespect that this young man has gone to. And so that's why I feel like, you know, especially as a step parent, then you've done all you can do. And that situation is done as far as you're concerned. Girl. Right. Okay. So our next update comes from the girl who remember when Dustin and Asante were on and we were doing a bunch of letters and a girl wrote to us about her and her gay best friend and how they both had the same man crush Monday on Instagram. And oh, yeah, he I DM'd wrote the girl one. and not the boy. Yeah. Yeah. So she wrote back and said, I want to clear up something. Dustin and Asante thought I was being sneaky by not telling my friend that the man crush Monday DM'd me. As a matter of fact, when he slid through my DMs, my best friend was actually sitting right there. It wasn't until I told him a week later that I actually did end up going on the date that my friend started to become upset. Okay. 
At no point did he express that he would be upset if I did go on the date or not. He knew I was going, but his jealousy came out once he saw I had a good time and was happy. The guy and I are still dating, and I'm still super happy that I went on the date. Of course, me and my best friend are still cordial, but whenever my dude calls or if I bring him up in conversation, it's like instant hate in the room. But I've learned that my happiness comes first, and I shouldn't forfeit my happiness for others' bitterness. All right, girl. Okay. Your friend is so goddamn petty. Like, I mean, it's an Instagram crush. The fact that you are being this kind about it. He doesn't even like bus, ma. (laughs) Like, Like, there's no competition. How are you even really mad? Like, honestly, if we, like, let's say you and I. Okay. Let's I mean, say a straight friend. <laughs> no, and I, I could, I could, I could. I'm, okay, sure. I could date a boy. Let's say you and I. I could. We're after the same stud, right? And <laughs> that's way more realistic. Um, you know, if you if we were attracted to the same person and you got that person, and I had like no chance, like right. a stud, right? Right, <laughs> like a stud. Like, picture me sitting there being mad. <laughs> You know I would have to like laugh at you in your face, right? Like if I was like sincerely attracted to the person, <laughs> maybe I would be a little jealous for like two seconds. But my like there's there dicks everywhere. <laughs> dicks are everywhere. There's never been a shortage and there never will They're be. They're all over the place. So just like You can't be mad at the one that wants your friend in her vagina. And would have never you. wanted your like... anyway. <laughs> it's just he wasn't gonna want you anyway, boo girl anyway but don't so, say that to him because you already know you i mean know. but like you're mad for no reason like That's get mad really at biology weird. like <laughs> you mad at god right now like damn you're just pissed okay somebody will bring you or someone too sweetie it'll happen one day it's so anyway for all of us <laughs> anyway um so our first question comes from a police officer next and our second question comes from a girl who has a question about dating but the police officer is a black man so and it's not what you think it is i'm sure it's not go ahead okay so this question comes from alex who i pray sent in a fake name and it says dear kiffier and crystal um, I'm a huge fan. I only started listening a month ago, but I'm finally cut up on all the episodes and you guys give dope advice. Thank you. Appreciate so here's it. my problem. A year ago, I started dating this young lady. I'm head over heels for her. She has a 15 month old son who is the cutest and I adore him. And I can see myself spending my life with her. The only problem is that she smokes a ton of weed and she sells it in a state that has not legalized it. The issue is that I'm a police officer and I'm only 22, but I've already gotten multiple promotions over people much older than I am. And I'm on the fast track to running my department. If word gets out that my fiance is a drug dealer and a drug user, my career would be completely over. All my judgments and decisions on the job would come into question. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Both of these things make me extremely happy. What should I do? Do I have to choose one or the other? Please help. Ah. Mm. That sucks. Damn. So the issue here is that neither Kid Fury nor I have any problem with marijuana at all. Not one. Not a single issue. And we feel like, I feel honestly, we both feel. Not me, girl. Didn't say you. Like everything about this. Like, okay. So you just have to understand that we understand your fiance's point of view. And we even get why you would be Not cool the with selling it. portion of it. Right. I mean, well, I'm just not going down that road because that's not a life that I'm about personally. Well, I mean, I just 
feel like I totally understand that because you're a police officer, that right. that is extremely right. complicated. Exactly. And I feel like she should just stop. <laughs> like, you but know? I can see how you would like not have a problem personally with it. But then it's like professionally, you have to right. do something. That could complicate your career. Right. So do you end your career like before you can get in trouble? And Hell no. Right. Do I mean, what I'm saying like, do you, or do you ask your fiance to stop selling weed? Stop fucking dealing I mean, drugs. I'm assuming stop breaking the goddamn law, please. So I can have a goddamn job and be respected in the one place where they hate niggas anyway. Yes, please. Can you please stop the dealing of the drugs? I don't have a problem with it. You know, Why talk you up. Like but can you please stop dealing drugs because I'm an officer of the law and it's against it? Thanks. I'd appreciate it. Let's go take the baby to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I'm assuming that the drug dealing is making so much money that it would have like an impact on the household. Otherwise, I don't see how this would be an issue. That's not if an it was excuse. just your wife selling, you know, $50 a week or some shit. I don't even see why you would That's care. not an excuse because it's not like you don't have any other. Can she not read? <laughs> it's like, okay. it's not right. like you don't have any other options. You know what I'm saying? You can go out and go get a traditional job or something like that if you want to have a happy, healthy home. I don't understand. You can't. You you can't be a drug dealer and expect for your 22 year old cop fiance to like just be like oh well yeah here we are trapping out the motherfucking bando as i'm going yeah. like this ain't the wire girl get a job i mean i guess the only way i can really encourage a police officer to, to, to advance in his career is if i know that he's you know trying to infiltrate it like and do something about how terribly racist the police department works. Yeah, like, well, I hope you out here trying to make a difference, bro. Right. Otherwise, I hope I you out here trying to fix <laughs> this shit. Because if you out here working for them, then it ain't really nothing I can do for you. But, you know, I mean, I it's nothing really that I could tell you to do other than talk to her about this fucking weed. Like, obviously, bitch, you can knock it to you to sell weed. Like, this is my career on the line. Right. And I mean, I don't think that she should, like, have to stop s- selling weed or whatever because you know hey go f- i gotta buy from somebody but <laughs> right you know i th- i think that given the circumstances it would be incredibly selfish to just be like you know what i'm saying unless like you are literally like paying your child's way you know like taking care Through of private your school tuition or some you know what i'm saying Something. but i feel like you have options that yeah. can make it work, but just if she's not I mean, and that's really like the really the only reason I'm saying that is because it's a legal issue. Like, right? Because I personally don't feel no type of way about weed, and if you want to sell it, None. I have no problem with you doing that. Like, I just feel like there's way. I feel like alcohol. Why America's just trying to figure out how to do it and take all of our money anyway? So it's not like I mean, and I don't know. I'm not even sure how much longer it's gonna take, but they're gonna just be out here like doing the same shit they've been locking black people up for doing for the past I don't even know how many decades so yeah. like the stigma of selling marijuana to me is ridiculous yeah. because the government's just really like how the fuck do we make the most money from this so what's the difference but and now that they're legalizing it you see who's making all the money right white people but and who's sitting in jail on weed charges black people and who never got arrested for having weed in the first place white people but, but who's making millions white people. but okay all right. all right i just i don't know i if it 
if it came down to her not wanting to compromise, um, I would pick the career over even as a yeah, police officer. Right. And I hate y'all. No shade. I mean, thanks for listening. <laughs> but I don't like I don't. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, and then we don't even have to justify that. Like, I feel like that's at this point, the police should be justifying to us, not the other way around. Right. But I would just like to feel like I see a police officer and like, hey, that's the person that will help me. Like, I don't. I don't want to automatically think, where's my phone? I need to make sure that I got the video camera ready. Like, I don't want to. Let me call my mama, tell her I love her. Right. Like, some shit's about to go down. Let me send out something in the group text. So I just don't want to feel that way. So, hopefully, you're going to, you know, be an awesome cop. Uh, Yeah. So, good luck with that. But. um, And I like that Kevin Hart Ice Cube movie. Okay. Wait, did anybody actually go see that? No, Ride Along did really well. They're doing a sequel. What, really? Mm-hmm. I'm it was thinking funny of too. some movie. It must have been something with a white cop and a black cop that came No, out. no, no. That's the, um, are you thinking of the one with, with Kevin Hart and uh, Will Ferrell? Kevin Hart is in everything. That nigga, listen. Was it like, let's steal a car or some shit? It was something ridiculous. No, let's be cops. Oh, let's be cops. With Jake Johnson and, oof. How do you know every? How do you every movie? Damon Wayans Jr. Did you even go see that? (laughs) Jesus, woo, amen. All the Wayans, really, but he's cute. He is. I always thought Damon Wayans Jr. was. I think he's adorable, and I loved him on Happy Endings. But stays with the job. Anyway, Anyway. what? Sure, yeah. I forgot completely what we were even talking about. Our next question. Tell your tell your fiance to. hit us <laughs> okay you are so stupid really so many jokes on <laughs> jokes on jokes spaghetti spaghetti ignore that kids you didn't hear that our next question comes from prue and it says i'm 24 years old prue is the name i made up I FYI. Know. oh how? charmed what's charmed oh, okay um i'm 24 years old and i'm currently enjoying dating i'm a pretty chubby girl and lately it seems that i've been approached more and more by skinny guys I always thought of myself as an extremely confident person, but now that I have been dating guys considerably smaller than I am, insecurities from my younger days are resurfacing. It's getting pretty serious with one guy in particular, and I can tell that he's really into me. But whenever I'm around him, I'm like constantly fixing myself, making sure my clothes aren't bunched up, sucking in my stomach, things like that. I do stuff like this so much that I miss out on the really great moments that we're having, and he has even told me that I've been a little bit distant lately. I can tell he's ready to have sex, and as much as I want to, I just cannot stop feeling so embarrassed. Have you guys ever gone through something similar? If so, do you have any tips for explaining? Oh, wait, no. If so, sorry, I got on the wrong page. Sure. I use every drop of advice. I really, really like this guy. Okay, that is it. For some reason, this makes me think of that episode of the Mindy Project where Mindy had went into the steam room and not knowing it was co-ed and Mm -hmm. then uh, her love interest, I can't remember his name for some reason right now, Danny. Oh, Danny. Danny saw her naked, basically, and she was like dodging him the entire episode because she was afraid that he was going to say something about her body. Like yeah. her and he kept saying he wanted to tell her something and she just knew he was gonna say that she was fat and disgusting. Uh-huh. And in the end he said, like, what I wanted to tell you was that you need to stop sucking in your stomach. It makes you look um 
insecure or something like that okay and so i i don't know why it just made me think of that because yeah. girl your man he don't give a fuck Here's like thing, and a girl, lot of men don't like, like you think that you're hiding something by like your angles and your cardigans and sucking in your stomach that man knows what you look like girl. <laughs> he know he can see your body and he likes it girl he wants He's to do it to you girl anyway he knows what's underneath he knows what could be there and he's excited about it like you have to be excited about yes, it girl you are the one you have the hang up here and you're making it hang your hang up into his and I know that because I have done that like pretty much all of my dating life <laughs> and it's only been recently that I have finally realized realize that sometimes we make our own insecurities our lovers insecurities and they just don't have that problem and they're very confused like yeah and you've had a conversation with somebody who's interested in you and they're like what the fuck are you even talking like, about bitch, like you what? look amazing and i cannot wait until you take off your like clothes. can like, we just be naked i have no idea what the fuck you are talking about i just want you <laughs> to stop would be talking. like that's what the fuck took so goddamn long <laughs> bitch, bitch, you. you thought you were what <laughs> wasting my goddamn time girl he knows what you look spending like spending my time wasting my time <laughs> You remember that episode? Anyway, go ahead. No, no yeah. I almost Do it to don't, him. But yeah. You don't remember the episode? If the you want to have sex with him and bitch. the only thing that's getting in your way is that you think he's going to be turned off by you, then just get that out your head. I say get it popping. He knows he's excited, girl. Like, just trust us on this. Just go with the flow. Talk to him about it. See how he feels about it. But, like, I, I assure you this is going to be fine. Um, it should be. It's not my fault if it's not. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. And any other advice? You know what? Play Seven Eleven and shake that ass in your mirror, girl, yes. and just you know love it. Yeah. I don't even know why. Like I don't. This is all. Like if we were gonna have that whole conversation, it's all just media brainwashing and body image bullshit. Like I don't know why people think there's only one type of body that anybody is attracted to. Like, just because the Kardashians have spent an ungodly amount of money shaping those bodies that they currently possess, doesn't mean that that's the only body type that anybody wants. It's not really their fault, but they definitely... It's that same. It's that. It's that image. Right. It's, it's that, that like. Shit. Look at my no. expensive curves. The big girls are out don't here getting toes every want single day. Expensive curves. I sure don't, girl. I want my own organic this body. This is what's beautiful. No, I'm cool on that actually. <laughs> and that's what the fuck was driving me about Kanye Mario West in the first. So you keep talking about their talent is beauty. Like, girl, they're they're doctors. Ta- anyway, um, I could see if they were naturally beauty, but even then, that would be God's talent. But you're, you know what niggas want? I'm a clue. You went on surgeons something. and makeup artists. You want to know what niggas really want? Like when it boils down to Please it, let me know. Ribs. Okay. All and right. greens. So this is over. Macaroni cheese potato salad all right candied yams okay that's what the fuck niggas want all right dinner we've already discussed we've already said we've confirmed it niggas will they will fuck it does like what remember when that kim kardashian soul food plate <laughs> you didn't have to do that 
<laughs> so we can go on. Are we finished? Yeah, we're done. Send your questions to asarita.gmail.com and we will be right back. Hey guys, if you love books as much as we do, then don't forget to check out our awesome friends over at Audible. Go over to audiblepodcast.com slash the read for a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from at Audible. Fiction and nonfiction, every different category imaginable. These are books that you own. It's not a streaming or rental service and there's free apps for the iPhone, Android, and Windows phone. You can listen and um, do immersion reading on your kindle fire hd and so then you can listen and read at the same time it also highlights the text as you read along there's chapter navigation and annotated bookmarks there's so many different options and so again head over to audiblepodcast.com slash the read for a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial Yes, make sure you go over to Audible. There are so many great titles to choose from. I talk all about one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It's an amazing book. You should all read it. There's also The Fifth Agreement and The Mastery of Love, which are also awesome books by him. Um, our girl Issa Rae's book, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, is up on Audible. Yay. Make sure you check that out. Congrats. New York bestseller and all. You see her. Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. There are so many amazing titles all Audible so go and check them out with this free 30-day trial and get your life that's right and don't forget if you ever decide that you don't like the book you choose no worries you can exchange any book you aren't happy for with another title no questions asked so head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash the read and let them know that the read sent you Hey guys, by now we know you have heard about Bevel, which is the first and only shaving system created especially for men with coarse and curly hair, created by Tristan Walker, who is a young entrepreneur who found a void in the marketplace and decided to fill it. This is an amazing product system that Kid Fury has loved, and he's going to tell you more about his experience. Yes, um, this razor is actually one of my favorite things. It makes me feel like a grown-up. makes me feel like I really do pay taxes, okay. which yes. I do. Um, Mm -hmm. it's very like sensitive on the skin it's sexy it comes with like the brush and the creams the razor just looks beautiful and you can tell that it was designed for hair just like mine or anyone who has like really coarse curly hair and who is concerned about razor bumps razor bumps are literally like the real housewives of your face they're just terrible and with the bevel razor you never ever have to see them so I love it. Okay. So that sounds like all the reasons you could possibly need to love your razor. Plus, it comes in really great packaging. So if you're looking for a nicer kind of classier gift for a coworker or a special man in your life, then absolutely the Bevel system is a great gift choice. So head on over to GetBevel.com today and use code the read to get 20% off your first month. That's at GetBevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Elevate your shaving experience today with Bevel and the and now let's get back to the show i am miss icon i've seen you all of green high modern miss i taught i'll teach you how to well lord we're back and it's time for the read okay that was broadway as fuck what the hell was that you gotta read okay oh wait i'll go yeah all right if you want to so my read goes out to some woman by the name of Christy Capel, Capel. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Christy um, is one of the hosts for a Fox show, uh, like a morning show in Cleveland. 
And when commenting on Lady Gaga's performance at the Oscars, Christy said, It's usually so hard to hear her voice with all that jigaboo music, whatever you want to call it in the background. Haha, <laughs> jigaboo. That's what she said. Oh my God. Um, Twitter wasn't having it. Okay. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think since then she said um, something on her show like, I just want to take a moment to address a comment I made yesterday. It's important for me to let you know that I deeply regret my insensitive comment and I truly did not know the meaning of the word and would never intentionally use such hurtful language. B- bitch. So. Okay. Here's the thing. You, you didn't know that the word jigaboo um is a racial slur but you knew that you could use it in a way to demean someone's music or style or whatever you knew it was offensive obviously because what you're trying to say is that all of that loud basically the way that racist people would use the word jigaboo anyway you're saying that, like, you're using it that way to describe Lady Gaga's music, but you're saying that you don't fucking know what it means. Right. I don't believe that. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. You used a racist, offensive term. All you got to say, girl, is I am sorry. Won't happen again. Mm-hmm. I've learned from my mistake. Whether you knew it or you did it. Like, I don't, if, first of all, if you can just be using fucking racial slurs on national goddamn television and not know that words fucking mean things, maybe that's not the job for you. Maybe you shouldn't Ooh. be sitting behind a table for anybody's camera to speak to any part of any country. If you can just say jigaboo or nigga or whatever the fuck, I don't know, faggot. If you can just be out here <laughs> saying whatever the fuck and just using words like that, not knowing the meaning behind them, then you probably shouldn't have a job in communications that's how i feel you know right um but aside from that you now know that you've said something highly offensive something racist on fox no less shocker Mm -hmm. but you've said it the proper way to apologize would simply be i'm incredibly sorry that i have offended anyone or that i hurt someone was not my intention it will never happen again we don't give a fuck about you now no you in fact you telling us that you didn't know that that word meant what it means just kind of confirms to us that you ignorant as fuck that you're a dummy and that you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing and you think we as stupid as you are and that's the insulting part like you really think i'm that fucking dumb so i don't want to hear your voice behind any fucking music to me, silence i don't want to hear your voice at all christy i heard she got suspended or whatever mm-hmm. she should be suspended from like work period okay from like america from like the english i just language. don't even it's just some shit that it's just like okay what can they not get away with though honestly they can always just say oh i didn't know and that's always the excuse if you killing one of us if you calling us if you calling something a jigaboo on television because you're a fucking newscaster it doesn't really matter you could just say you didn't know you thought you saw something you didn't see it and that that and no it's just a misunderstanding and that's all that you have to say okay who the fuck just be like just open your mouth and just uh, 
Mess. <laughs> Just mess. Garbage. I didn't know. Okay, girl. Dyke. What? <laughs> no, you just wasn't thinking. You was just acting like you was at something. phone. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar. I just wasn't sure, like, what it mean. I just figured it was like. I like think I saw it on Facebook. I thought it was like that new dance. Shut up. <laughs> Dumbass. So, what's yours? Now, um, I know what it is. Just no, go ahead. Actually. I know a lot of people are expecting me to cuss out Juliana Rancic. And I really do want to. Like, I still sort of kind of want to. But the issue is that she put out an apology that I feel like is an actually decent apology. And so I'm not as angry with her as I was before. What now, was the apology? she, so she made these very, I'm sure everybody has heard about this. She made these very stank comments about Zendaya's hair. And Zendaya put out that very classy Instagram post. And she said that Zendaya's dress Zendaya. made her look like. She, she said she smelled like, like weed or patchouli, oil, right? Whatever, and, and it was just, it was just like so blatantly racist that I'm surprised that she, like, she seemed shocked that there was backlash. But it was like, girl, like, how dare you? Like, like you're saying this because it's a black hairstyle on a black woman. That is the reason that you're associating it with something that you think is dirty. When in reality, y'all are the motherfuckers who have to be dirty in order to get dreadlocks. Not us, honey. We can stay clean and our hair can do that because that's our hair. That's what our hair does. Uh-huh. Y'all are the ones who wallow around in filth for months in order to get your shit to do that. But I'm not even reading that bitch this week because she put out an apology and she said, I understand that, you know, even though it was not my intention and I meant Bohemian chic, which it doesn't even make sense because again nothing about Zendaya's look suggested bohemian chic this bitch was not in like fucking Birkenstocks and long like flowery skirts so but anyway shut the fuck up what was the decent part of the apology sorry the the good part of the apology was that she said that even though this was not my intention I have learned that it doesn't matter what my intention was it only matters what the result was and the fact of the matter is that my words were offensive and for that I'm very sorry like it was a really decent apology I don't know if she meant it but if she did then kudos to her whoever wrote it did a good job kelly osborne said that if somebody didn't do something she was walking so you got damn right juliana rancic went on there and said whatever the fuck she said right and people are Ju- saying it's good that she did it on air she had to do it on air what the fuck you mean mama joan rivers went on to the other side and now they on there feeling like they just get because I've always wondered who gave people like I just think it's ridiculous that you can sit on a show and bash what somebody is wearing yeah. and like but like look at you right <laughs> like, you know what I mean like, right I. Like, I personally could never be on a show judging nobody's fashion because I don't dress in a way that suggests that I know shit about clothes. So then. It's not even just that because, like, even, like, you've got fucking Joan Rivers, now they got Kathy Griffin. Like, the whole, the whole point of the show is to poke fun at famous people, which is what I do. I don't give a fuck about that. Right. The thing about it is, like, you'll do that. You will go to these award shows and have the microphones and be like, hi! I'm Juliana Rancic. Zendaya. 
who are you wearing? Like, it's just, it's yeah. all of this drama. And then you go on to this show and you say that she's got dreads and she looks like she smells like weed. Like, right. don't invite me to the party if that's the case. Like, I just rather not. I don't, right. that whole back and forth and the fact that you can sit there and say that this person looks like they smell like weed. Like, Juliana Rancic looks like the fucking toenail, like Cole's toenail that hit Gina in the forehead okay. when he slept over. That is disgusting. That's how I fucking feel. Watch your mouth. Like, and right. I'm not even a Zendaya fan. Like, me either. It's corny as fuck. Like, y'all go to these every fucking red carpet, Golden Globes, Emmys, every single one, and you will be like sucking the bottom of these fucking famous people's boots, and then you fucking call them ugly the next day. Like, I feel like Karuchi's a dummy. If I saw Karuchi tomorrow, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, girl. Don't ask me about how I feel about the decisions you make in your relationship. Could you excuse me? I'm trying to get to the elevator. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, we don't even have to speak to each other. Like, I'm not that pressed. Like, oh, did you see when Lady Gaga completely ignored her? Juliana on the red carpet. Like, she called out Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga was just like, bitch. And just kept right That's on walking. The thing. Like, why would I ever? The reason I talk about celebrities is because. I think it's important to realize, A, it's funny, and B, I think (laughs) it's important to realize that they're human just like us. You know what I'm saying? They're talented as fuck. Mm -hmm. Some of them are. Some of them may not. So may may not be but they're people like Chris Brown did this whole fucking 45 minute ass interview showing you that he is a nigga. He's a nigga that can sing and dance. Right. But he's a nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to go and be at their fucking parties with them and be like, oh, Drake, you know, so I love your album. Would you like to be on the read? I don't give a fuck if that nigga ever comes to the guy. <laughs> like, you're welcome to come. Yes. But I think it's just corny as fuck to be you're like. Welcome. You're welcome. You know, practically you're their scarf one minute and then the next day you're talking about their scarf. Yeah. Girl. I don't get that part of it either, but so I mean, I'm like, I'm not trying to excuse her. And who is Julie? What all, does she do? Obviously, nothing. Like she is this woman who is famous for being on the like show the host of Entertainment Tonight, some or? shit like that. But I don't think she was ever actually like an actress or anything herself. I think she's always just been. Is she like the white free? This girl. The only, honestly, the only reason I really know her name is because I've seen clips on the internet from her reality show where the doctors told her she was going to have to gain ten or twenty pounds if she wanted to get pregnant she was she just like a reality show she did i what guess she, she and her husband doing in reality listen to what i'm telling you that about chancleta. i have seen clips of this bitch's show on the internet i don't know her life i just know that the doctors told her she had to gain 20 pounds or so if she wanted to have a baby she was like i'll pass i just feel like until i see like anna andre you know what i'm saying when i see Vogue mm-hmm. out here with a show saying that bitch looked a mess <laughs> like Anna Wintour fucking right. Andre Leon these are people that can sit in my fucking face and be like that bitch looked dreadful Naomi Campbell in fact could have a show and say that fucking bitch looked a mess you know what I mean it's but nothing this Juliana bitch could say to me Derek and I see Jane, why shouldn't right (laughs) i don't get it and that's not even like that's not even something where it's like no shade or whatever because it's absolutely shade like you should look at yourself and realize that you're in no position to judge what somebody else has on and that's just just what it is not even just that 
What do you do? Like, right. I don't who know are you? Have a How are you qualified? Line. Like Claudia Jordan said, everyone's got a hair company. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, what what gives you the right? It's one thing to call out people on just their regular average bullshit behavior. Mm-hmm. But what gives you the right to, to judge what somebody is wearing and what they look like, they smell like, and all of that stuff? Like, if you don't have a track record in fucking, in the fashion industry, like, you're not my Mark Jacob, you're not fucking Donna Karen. So mm-hmm. you're not even fucking Alyssa Milano. At least she hosts Project Runaway All-Stars. Right. You shut, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? And at least if you're going to do this, because again, I understand the whole point of fashion police is to poke fun. And I'm not mad at poking fun at famous people. Mm-hmm. But at least if we're going to do it, have some fucking tact. Don't try and up the shock factor now because the one woman that you could blame all of the offense on. Because let's be real, like, you haven't even done your read, have you? No, and the thing is, like, it wasn't even going to be about this, but it clearly did turn into this, so let's just finish it. No, like, the thing about about um, Joan Rivers, mm-hmm. she was, like, known for always being offensive. She was yes. known for being red carpet. She was known for and all And we were clearly that. not fans of hers. Of You know, but like, some people like this that. This year lately, but people, people lived for that. Like, they felt right. like, and I mean, definitely in her day, she was certainly like a pioneer as far as but women But that was comedy. her type of comedy. Just right. like Kathy Griffin pokes fun at celebrities at all her shows. And I think that she's funny because personally, I don't think that, I think Kathy Griffin toes the line, she doesn't jump over it. Joan Rivers to me was, you know, it was like a different thing but that was always her thing Mm -hmm. so she could be offensive you know like and people would be like oh joan whatever and she would just keep because that was was like her 30 year shtick right we don't even know who you are girl like if you thought you could step into joan rivers place i mean and i never saw joan rivers having a place so it's far be it for me but if you thought you could jump in this position i'm here to tell you that you absolutely can't like that's not ever going to be your lane. Honey, Kelly Osborne almost had a fit. Well, and I mean, I don't even understand what she was so worked up for. Oh, She couldn't hardly spell at one point. She was <laughs> She's just it. so distraught over the internet because your friend said something so terrible. Like, it was racist and stupid, it and I'm so glad. Dumb. But it's like, again, once again, the apology, if it's sincere, then it was really, it was an excellent apology. I but I just don't know. I did feel real bad. I hope she does feel real bad because it was just like, bitch, really? I don't even think I've ever heard her name associated with something like that before. Yeah. So she was probably just like thought that she could be real cute. Yeah. And it came back to bite her in the ass and she probably went home with her tail between her legs. I'm sure I just she really know does feel like shit. I logged on to Twitter one day and I had like a good 500 mentions talking about, well, all well, here you go. And I was just like, well, what in the fuck happened? How dare you? <laughs> Woo, well, so. what was your read going to be? Well, it was going to be about Patricia Arquette, but now we have bitches been in here for Who's a million. Who's Patricia Arquette? Patricia Arquette is the lady who won Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars, which oh, we didn't watch. We played yeah, games no. or something. I don't know what we did. <laughs> um, but I heard about her speech and her remarks that she made backstage afterwards. But I mean, honestly, we've been in here forever. So we can just, I can do it next week. It's no big deal. I cried when I watched that Glory performance, though. I did. You know what? And I'll say this. 
I tip my motherfucking hat to Lady Gaga because that bitch did that. She did that. That bitch did the fuck out of that performance. I said, now I do not understand how Shonda Rhimes found it in her heart to hate on that because I thought that Shonda Rhimes, like Shonda Rhimes was like, I cannot believe that they made Julie Andrews sit through that. Adina and Menzel was right there. And I'm just like. But Adina, Adina Menzel never sings First great of all, live. let's. Okay, well, first of all, the Adina Menzel stands are going to be in your mentions for that, and I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. And secondly, Julie Andrews herself clearly loved the performance, and God God killed that shit. I don't know what Shonda was talking about on that one. Like, I ride with you, girl, but I don't don't know what the fuck you meant with that. I thought it was phenomenal. I said, go to hell on in, little bitch. She really did sing the fuck out of that. She did. She did. Even without her jigaboo music. (laughs) dumbass that's stupid bitch well so but anyway that wraps up an episode of the read make sure you log on to this is the where you can see every episode and um, find links and information about us and upcoming shows speaking of which our two-year anniversary show is on saturday and i think we just added a few more tickets maybe you might want to just head on over to the website and check see if there's some available i think there may be but we are doing a giveaway on what day are we doing a giveaway today today okay so we'll just do a giveaway today make sure you're following us on twitter at this is the read um to win two free vip tickets to the sold out or however many tickets are left show on saturday and let's see what else what news do you have um I don't know if this is going to be online by the time this is posted. Probably not. Things are moving. Let's say that. Okay. I'm uploading new things and things. Oh, is this? Okay. Things and things. <laughs> is this the thing that, the thing thing? Or like the? Lots of things. Okay. So it's the thing that I um, think it is. Okay. So, you know, we're trying out new things this year. So look out, you know, keep your brow raised i don't know and um do you have any parting facebook um yes facebook at this is the read and um don't forget you can subscribe to us on itunes soundcloud stitcher and iHeartRadio. and also shout out to fast company for the profile they shouted out us and um this show called denzel washington is the greatest actor of all time period which sounds hilarious um and i'm gonna check that out but anyway oh i've heard thanks for so the ride up things about it they called us young gay black friends offering biting hilarious takes on topics that's cute right yeah did you see young so cute so but anyway thanks a lot fast company okay. and <laughs> what about you do we have an acronym this week um G L R Gotta love Rihanna. Get like Rihanna. I knew it. So good. I love it. I love uh, her. She's just she's the fashion of my life. The touch. The feel. <laughs> is she the cotton? Is she the fabric of your life? Is she the is she the blueprint? Is she the rubric? So we guys, we next week is the time <laughs> that we will speak to you again. We will see y'all next week. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. 
Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.